Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 683. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free of charge, including the postage and handling. Uh, we're not the unsaved people of the world that are trying to judge the Word of God and uh, tell us that we have to love the devil. The Bible tells us that we're supposed to hate the devil and love the Lord. And the Lord actually is the Word of God. And it's really unnerving, you know, to uh, some preachers that the world should judge us because they don't have any, uh, they're not even alive to the spiritual realm. And they really don't have any right to judge the Word of God. God is God, and you people have been heavily influenced by Satan's mouth, the media, to believe what the media is telling you. And I have um, sympathy for you people, because when every time I hear you people espousing the, the uh, world doctrine that everybody should love everybody, if anyone loves everybody, it's us, because we preach the gospel to the devils, because uh, we preach sowing seed everywhere. We're sowing the seed, the word of God, to all the people in the world. And so we're really the ones that love. Uh, <clears throat> however, we don't fellowship with devils. And we're not, uh, the kind of love that they're talking about is that we should marry devils. So the Bible says that we are not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. And uh, so uh, we're going to... Uh, have a strong message from the Lord today. We're just going to, rather than to answer those people, because if we were attempting to answer all these unsaved, unloving people, uh, there would be no time for us to preach the gospel. Uh, they're so worried about these uh, few people in Texas uh, that they are uh, marrying uh, women that have reached puberty. But they're not at all concerned about the Antichrist, the Vatican that is molesting children by the hundreds of thousands, uh, preteen children, children that are like uh, eight, six, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And there's no condemnation on that. You know, like people like Dr. Phil and all these people, they're making it in there telling lies about um, us. I, he said, I heard they have guns. Okay, well, uh, first of all, we've never had guns. And Dr. Phil is very careful. He's a professional liar. He knows that if he says, I hear they have guns, that uh, we can't sue him because he just, I, I didn't know. I just said, I hear they have guns. Anything to make a sensationalistic uh, program. The man is struggling to stay on the air. Otherwise, he wouldn't have bailed that young girl out of uh, jail so that she could test and be on his show. I've got one of those six girls, he'll say, that was um, involved in that beating. All six of them beat this young girl up, and I bailed her out of jail. To He's struggling. He's... Uh, it doesn't make any difference if there's any truth. And he gets this um, 
woman that is known to be a mental case. Uh, she has a history longer than my arm, and uh, he's letting her espouse her poison on the air. But really, we don't have... Um, if anybody wants to know all the things about her uh, and all the lies that he uh, told, uh, Dr. Phil told about us on the air, well, we'll be glad to send it to you, but I don't have time to uh, be doing this on radio. We have many documents of how crazy um, she is, and they even showed pictures of her be violently beating uh, people on the air. And she had 11 children, but that's her problem, not mine. It's for sure I never gendered them. And uh, she, uh, there's many crazy women that have had children, but that doesn't make them not crazy. And there's many lying women that have uh, had children. They're big liars, and they know it themselves. And some of them are, have been given, uh, turned over to a reprobate mind and have been sent strong delusions to where they believe themselves. But the Bible says we're to believe the gospel because, you know, forgetting all these things, that there's one of these TV shows after the other that are struggling to be on the air. Many of them have called me. As a matter of fact, Dr. Phil called me to be on the show. Really, if I would have been on the show, I could have put that woman down so bad because I would have demanded to have her husband on the air with her. And uh, uh, she had all the children taken away from her. The, uh, the uh, government took them away. Now, if you people believe uh, in God or you believe in the government, no matter which way you go with that girl, uh, she's crazy and too out of it to ha take care of children. And she says she just wants to um, have more babies. And he says, after you've had 11 children, you want to have more babies? And she said, yes, because I love babies. Uh, he said, well, babies grow up, and then you beat them with your curling irons. And, uh, you know, she could kill children. That's why I had asked her to leave the church, because she was abusing the children. And it showed her abusing them on the air. And yet people are so ignorant and so hateful, especially if they're Catholics, that they want to bring accusations against us. Uh, some of these people say such crazy things that, how long has your church been in existence? We've been in existence for uh, 2,000 years. No, the Catholic cult has been around for that long, but we Jews are the ones that wrote the Bible, not you Catholics. There, uh, and Peter was not a Catholic. He was a Jew. He was there on the day of Pentecost, and he was preaching the Bible. And those people were all speaking in different languages. The Bible says different tongues, but it says languages. And it was languages. There were people there from all different parts of the country, and they understood the things that the, these people were saying about God and about themselves. And uh, they knew that the Jews were uh, the first church. The church, the true church of God started on the day of Pentecost, and they were all broke. They didn't have any money. 
Well, but when Peter, a Jew, and uh, he was the only apostle that had a wife that we know of, uh, and we hear that popes uh, or don't have wives, they're homosexuals, and Peter was no homosexual. Uh, priests, most of them uh, that we know of were homosexuals and child molesters. That is the most satanic cult on the face of this earth, and the Lord said in his word that they are the mother of every abomination on the face of this earth. So you figure it out for yourself. Either believe God or believe the news media, which uh, the Bible says is Satan's mouth. Uh, Satan uses the media, uh, like programs like Dr. Phil, to uh, do everything they can to get every everybody's mind diverted to... Uh, putting down Christianity. Now, first of all, we don't have any preteen marriages in our church. Uh, we don't molest children in our church. We don't murder people if you don't believe the way we do. That's the Vatican does that. Uh, we don't have a homosexual in our church. And the government, which is uh, headed by the Pope, says, if you don't let homosexuals in your church, we'll take your tax-exempt status away from you. So they're saying that we have to love those that God said for us not to love. They want to force homosexuality into our church, but true love is keeping the Lord's commandments. And so we have more love for than anybody else in the world because we don't murder you if you don't believe the way we do. And the Vatican, uh, we don't uh, call names unless the name fits. We um, we don't uh, uh, tell you that if you don't believe the way we do, we're going to kill you, we're going to burn you at the stake, we're going to make up stories and false stories about you and put you in prison like you did me. But you can't stop me. The only way you're going to stop me is to put a bullet in my head or in my chest because... I'm not going to go down to your gutter, you bunch of swine. The Lord says that you're like dogs, you're like pigs. Uh, Jesus said that. And Jesus is uh, not a person that likes, or he's not a God that likes homosexuals. He said we're not to like them or love them other than to preach the gospel to them. That's the most merciful thing that we can do to those people is to, and to the Catholics is to preach the gospel to them so that they can have an opportunity to receive the gospel and enter into the kingdom of heaven. Well, anyway, I have uh, a strong message from the Lord today, as if you haven't already received a snootful, and I've got some songs and letters. But right now, let's pray. Father, we know that you are the truth. And people are beginning to judge your word. Uh, I pray that you'll uh, somehow get into their skulls by the preaching of the by my preaching the gospel that uh, they uh, are dead in their sins and trespasses. That uh, they need to uh, not believe the media because the media is Satan's lying mouth. And he is the father of liars, and he can't do anything else but lie. 
he's the father of liars and all the liars on earth. Lord, I pray that you rebuke all these people that are coming at me as though I don't know the Bible and they do, and it's obvious that they don't know the Bible. And I do. I've been studying you for over almost 44 years. Over 43 years, almost 44. In September, it'll be 44. And Lord, uh, I pray that um, you'll punish these people because the Lord punishes, so you say you punish those uh, that you love. You love all the people in the world, but you don't love the sins that they're doing. And we love the people in the world, Lord, too, because if they don't believe the way we uh, preach, we just keep preaching to them. We're not going to kill them, murder them, because they don't believe the way we do. That's what the government, Satan's government does, as they did in Waco. And we see President Bush on television, which is one of Satan's puppets, saying how honorable those the soldiers are and everything and uh, to fight for the, this country. That what they are doing and what President Bush has done and the administration, and even a lot of the administration has turned their back on Mr. Bush, is they have caused worldwide hatred for us because we're over there murdering their young children, their mothers and dads, and all those people, instead of giving us an opportunity to witness and testify to them that they might be saved. This is what uh, God wants us to do. He doesn't want us to be like the Antichrist cult in Rome, the city of the seven hills or mountains. And God has given her a space to repent, that cult, and they have not repented. So what he's going to do is throw her into a bed of affliction. He's going to kill her with death and all those that follow her. And don't say, you cannot say that I didn't warn you. I'm warning you in love. Because love, actually love is the keeping of God's commandments. And God commands you not to be a homosexual or to fellowship with them or to uh, fellowship with fornicators and adulterers and liars and thieves and to uh, preach against his word. And so this is where all these plagues are coming from. They're coming from God. And Jesus told us that he was going to be doing that in the last days. And so this should be something that uh, the people, Father, should uh, know that these plagues that you're sending on earth are going to get to be worse and worse. And uh, if you wouldn't shorten the time, no one would be able to survive because they are terrorists, but you're a bigger terrorist. The entire governments of the world are not able to stand against you. And the more they, the worse they get, the worse you're going to get to them. You're going to punish them. And some of them are n never going to repent, and therefore you're going to kill them because they're liars and they're murderers and they're thieves. They steal people's properties. And they're setting up this false government that they call democracy, which is nothing more than a dictatorship. They're setting it up, and they're having a lot of fun doing it, Lord. 
but they can't support all the destruction that you're doing on earth and uh, they're saying that it's good that we bomb Iraq and that we take hundreds of billions of dollars of taxpayers money to uh, rebuild that place they shouldn't have bombed it in the first place our people are starving to death over here they're eating dog food and this is the Catholic way of uh, running a government Everybody knows that he's a politician. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to speak at the United Nations. Why, I ask you, will they not allow any of me to speak at the United Nations? Because I'm the one that holds the truth. This man has no truth whatsoever. He's a liar. He's a homosexual. And he's a child molester. He's done this all his life. And he was a Nazi, a Nazi, a Nazi, whatever you want to call him. And he admits it. Same thing with the Pope before him. John Paul II was a Nazi. All right, Father, so we ask that uh, you let me preach the gospel because if I keep going against these people, such as these little television programs that don't amount to a hill of beans, who say, they are, I hear they have guns. Well, I hear um, that you, uh, uh, there's a whole lot of things that are documented about you, Dr. Phil. Lord, you know that. So, uh, Lord, uh, smite all those that love to continue on fighting your church. Bind Satan that the word of God can continue they're doing everything they can to blacken the name of people that really hold the true gospel. Smite them, Lord, and let the, the your plagues keep coming down until they learn to not violate your uh, laws, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And open up, uh, close every door to Satan, and open every door to us that we may win more and more souls in Jesus' name. Strengthen the church in Jesus' name, the body of Christ. Amen and amen. All right, now, I'm going to sing for you now. It's called, All You People Out There, How Long Have You Read the Bible? How long has it been since you read the Bible? How long has it been since you were on your knees? I know that the Catholic Bible has five extra books, but I read, I have more books uh, of the Bible than they do. It was a Catholic man that put together the Protestant Bible, which is lacking many books. And I have them all. I even have the book of Adam and Eve. And I have the book of Seth and Noah. And many other people that had written their books. And so I am able to preach, to speak the gospel. I have the book of Jasher where it states that Rebecca was 10 years old and her husband was 40. And I have all these books so that I can know uh, what really, um, and many other books in the Bible really state that this is the right thing to do. If a woman is ready for marriage, then let her marry. How long has it been when you uh, since you people sought the Lord, uh, the Word of God, and how long has it been since you prayed to the Lord? Here we are. 
since you talked with the Lord and told him your heart's hidden secret. How long since you prayed? How long since you stayed on your knees till the light shone through? How long has it been since your mind fell at ease? How long? Since your heart knew no burden, and you called him your friend, how long has it been since you knew that he cared for you? Praise the Lord. You know, if um, the Lord loves everybody on the face of this earth, otherwise he wouldn't have died. He says he died that all men could be saved. So that's true love is when we bring the gospel, that gospel, to people. Hatred, they all accuse us of being hatred when we're telling people who the devil is. That, my friend, is love because uh, it, it's not good for you to not know who the enemy of your soul is. It's not good that you uh, receive the false doctrine from that cult in Rome. And it's not good that you believe the things that Satan's mouth is saying on television, radio, magazines, books. Not good. Not good at all. And so true love is to get the gospel to everybody. Because there's people that were so filled full of hatred. They hated the Christians like the apostle Paul did. And uh, the Christians didn't kill him. 
They didn't uh, kill him because he was coming against them, and neither do we. But what uh, happened was the Christians back then, he said, my people perish from a lack of understanding and knowledge. Okay, well, so therefore Jesus had to intervene. He, he uh, met him in a vision on the road to Damascus where um, Paul was taking a bunch of Christians prisoner to murder them. And he said, whoa, who art thou, Lord? He knew it was the Lord. And that set him off to preach and to write over two-thirds of the New Testament. And you'd be very, uh, you know, you caught up in all the foolishness of the world and all the hatred of the world. We've never killed one person or murdered them for not believing the way we do. Because it's going to be bad enough for you in hell without us causing you any trouble. But the um, Vatican and all these false religions and the news media and the world government, which is run by the Vatican, uh, they want to do everything in their power to hurt people that don't believe the way they do. So they take your ability to be able to buy and sell away from you. Like, I cannot get a credit card or all the money in the world. And before uh, I started hammering at these different things, I mean, banks used to come to me every day and ask me if I want to buy an airplane, if I, I'll put it on credit. Uh, I had a stack of credit cards uh, that was at least a half a foot to three quarters of a foot high. But now I cannot buy or sell. They won't let me do that. And you have to get to the place to where you don't care whether you are able to buy or sell anyway. And uh, so they, um, this is what they're doing is punishing people. We'll teach you, we'll boycott you. I don't boycott anyone. I just tell people who Satan is and who his leader is. Uh, and, I, and I tell who the leader of the Catholic cult is. It's run, the Bible says, by the spirit of that great red dragon, the devil. And you're supposed to believe that because if you believe the word of God, then you can enter into the kingdom of heaven. Those that believe shall be saved, and those that doubt shall be damned. And damned means that you'll be damned to hell. That's a damnable thing to happen to you. But nevertheless, the words uh, of the Lord are true, and we must believe them in order to enter into heaven. Okay? No, we've read a little bit of uh, chapter 14, but I'm going to do a little review here. It says, follow after charity. In other words, love people. Preach the gospel to them. Don't murder them if they don't believe the gospel. Because who knows, one of these days God might save uh, you people out there that are very much like the Apostle Paul. And so that's why we're not going to cheat you out of an eternity in heaven. You have to do that yourself. So follow after love. Love is charity. And desire spiritual gifts. Well, the spiritual gifts that we should desire is so that we can win these uh, people to the Lord that are uh, possessed with the devil, like your Dr. Phil's and all these other false uh, in the government and the media. We pray that you people will believe, because I'm reading right from the Bible here, spiritual gifts, but rather uh, that you may prophesy. 
Well, I'm prophesying to you people that it's going to be bad for you if you continue on the way you're doing. Where you're saying we have to love the devil. We have to love the devil's cult. And that uh, we have to listen to you when you tell us that you were the first church. And how long have we been? We're the oldest people in the world. We're the really people of God. Did you know how long we Jews? Uh, Abraham was the first two. So we date back from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the 12 patriarchs. And even their names are written on uh, over the gates in the kingdom of heaven. So I'm telling you the truth. This is real prophecy. Verse 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, what that really means, means that for when the person comes to you that speaks in an unknown language, you don't know Spanish or you don't know Japanese or Chinese. Um, it says, for he that speaketh in an unknown language speaketh not unto you. They can come and jabber all they want, but you don't understand them, so it doesn't do any good for them to be talking to you. But unto God, when they speak in an unknown language, they're speaking to God. For no man understandeth him. No man that is of a different language. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Because when the Holy Spirit hits a person, it's really the Holy Spirit, you're talking in another language that no man knows, if it's the uh, the um, language of angels. But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men. And that's what I'm doing. This. I'm speaking in your language, and I even translate the word of God into many languages. So I want you... To understand, I don't want to jabber in another language uh, to you on the radio broadcast because then we would uh, not be making sense to you. So he that prophesies speaketh to unto men to edification, so that you'll understand what the Bible is saying and exhortation and comfort. You know, there's so many people that write me and they say that many villages and towns and countries are being saved from the literature that the Lord gives me. And yet we're criticized by Satan and no doubt because I'm criticizing him and justly so because the Bible criticizes Satan and therefore we're not to be ashamed to preach that or afraid to preach it. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue or language edifies himself. But he that prophesies edifies the church and makes the church grow and makes the church comfortable. Um, verse 5, I would that you all spake with different, indifferent languages or tongues languages, but rather that she prophesied for greater is he that prophesies than the person that speaks with languages, different languages that people can't understand. 
and do that uh, with the exception unless an interpreter is in the church or where that person is speaking in tongues, that the church may receive edifying. Now, brethren, verse 6, if I come unto you speaking with language, different language, uh, what shall I uh, profit you? I want to profit you people in the world. That's why I'm speaking to you clearly, and I'm giving you scripture and verse so that you can check to see if the word of God that I'm preaching truly is the word of God. And I'm not speaking with another language or in another tongue. What shall I profit you if I do that? Except I shall speak to you either by revelation or by knowledge or by prophesying or by doctrine. Verse 7. And even um, things without life giving sound. You must understand my words in order to receive life, eternal life. You can't be based on what Dr. Phil says. Who is he in comparison to God? You can't, uh, you can't, um, listen to the media because the media, God is starting to hit television stations and so on with uh, tornadoes. But you, you want to hear from God. If you want to go to heaven, you have to listen to him. And even things without life-giving sound, whether pipe or harp, except they give a distinction in the sounds. Like I mentioned yesterday that uh, they have taps when it's time to go to sleep. They have reveille when it's time to get up, and there's a certain sound that it makes. How shall it be known? What is piped or uh, harped? So uh, this I'm just getting uh, straight so that we can get on with where we left off in the chapter, which is, uh, we uh, left off at verse 22. Wherefore, languages are for a sign, not to them that believe. We believe in tongues, but language or in languages that believe, but to them that believe not. But prophesying serveth not for them that believe not, but for them which believe. So the word of God, people that really believe God, they've received the word of God so that they can grow in the spiritual realm. Verse 23, if therefore the whole church be come together into one place and all speak with languages and there come in those that are unlearned, they're not saved yet, or they're unbelievers, will they not say that ye are crazy what do you do? You walk into a church and hear all these different people speaking in languages, all different languages. 
you're going to think they're crazy in there. And that's what Paul said. Even though speaking is in tongues is of the Lord, but not when unlearned people come in and unless there's somebody there to interpret what is coming down from heaven into this prophet that is prophesied, speaking in an unknown language. Verse 24, but if all prophesy, everybody's speaking plainly, and come in one that believeth not, or one unlearned, not saved, he is convinced of all. He is judged of all. Because I judge the man is unsaved, and therefore I judge that I'm not to speak in tongues, languages, a different language. I want to get the truth to him so he can understand it. Verse 25. And thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest. I can mention this many times. Susie used to preach, uh, go in and preach to this Jewish rabbi in the synagogue in Los Angeles. And he'd say, oh, yeah, you know, you're a young girl, you're beautiful, why don't you go to dances and uh, meet a young man and be married to him and uh, get on with life. This is what everybody in the world should get on with life. Forget about talking about God. This is too deep. You're a woman. You don't know anything about God. But God says there have been women in the Bible, and he stated that uh, uh, have preached the gospel. He said in the last days, the God will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. The young men will... Uh, young men and women will prophesy. Amen? Yeah. That means that they'll preach. And Susie was the best of them, but I've heard some good to women preachers too. Verse 25, And thus are the secrets of his heart made uh, manifest. So one day she was uh, talking to this rabbi, and all of a sudden she started speaking in another language, and she didn't even know she was talking in Hebrew, speaking speaking the Hebrew language, and she didn't even understand it herself. And the rabbi says, no, daughter. No, stop it, stop it. No, daughter, stop. And she, uh, finally, the Holy Spirit lifted from her, and she said, what did I say? I don't speak the language. She said, I know. And I know that uh, you're saying things that you don't know, but the things that you said are true. And so... He, um, she kept pestering him until he said, all right, but I don't want you to ever mention this anyone. Anyway. You have to promise. Okay. He said, they were marching us on the baton, uh, a death march. And he said, as we were walking down this old country road, uh, hundreds of us, I looked up on the hill and there was Moses standing strong and tall and he said uh, he had his uh, this cane or staff in, in his hand and behind him was the messiah dying on the cross that's what tongues are all about and she didn't know about that because he had never told another soul and so he knew that this revelation was coming directly through Susie unto uh, this rabbi about something that he never told anybody. 
and uh, something that she knew, and she was speaking to him about that in another language that she didn't know, and the rabbi knew it as well. So Susie told him, Ben, you know the truth. And he said, yes. And then she says, well, then you have to tell your congregation. Why have you not told your congregation? And he said, I can't, daughter. I'm too old, and I wouldn't be able to take their wrath because uh, these people are uh, full of wrath regarding something. They'd think I was a traitor. And she said, you're an old man, and you're going to go on to meet the Lord very soon. And you better do what the Lord has shown you. You better tell people what the Lord has shown you, or you're going to spend eternity in the lake of fire. He says, I know, I know, daughter, but I just can't. I'm too old. Let me tell you something. You're never too old to tell the truth. Amen? Amen. And um, if the Jews throw you out of the temple, then so be it. It's better to be thrown out of the temple than to go to hell in the lake of fire, wouldn't it be? I think so. Any fair-minded person would say so. And thus are the secrets. See, that was the secret of his heart was made manifest. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. So he never got down on his knees. Matter of fact, Jews pray standing up. But he knew that God was in here for a truth. That is true. And people, if you read the Bible, you'd know that God is in me as well because I'm telling you the truth. Verse 26, how is it then, brethren, When you come together, every one of you has a psalm or has a doctrine, has a language, has a revelation, has an interpretation. Let all things be done unto edifying. Don't try to, you know, just out of, just grab a psalm so that you can say something godly. But let it be the Holy Spirit that is talking through you or reading to you or whatever. But let it be for to edify the church. Verse 27. If any man speaks in an unknown language, let it be by two or at the most by three and that by course, and let one interpret. It's like uh, sometimes people go to church to show off. They really don't uh, speak in tongues, but they want to show off and to make the church think that they're really of the Lord. But if you're of the Lord, and if somebody's going to speak in tongues, now this is going to be hard for you to understand, so listen real good. If I stand up and I'm preaching and all of a sudden I stop preaching, I can't because the Holy Spirit is not uh, pulls away for a moment. 
and somebody stands up and starts speaking in tongues and an interpreter starts interpreting what that person said and a person in the church falls down on their knees because they know that this person didn't know them that prophesied or spoke in another language and this person that interpreted that other language and they give glory to the Lord and that person gets saved right then and there. But if I'm preaching and the Lord does not stop me from preaching, the Spirit doesn't, and somebody stands up, I say, you're out of order, sister or brother. Sit down. Because I know the Lord. You're out of order. So it says that by course, uh, in other words, what he means is by if the Holy Spirit stops you from preaching, then the course of the service or the Spirit has you stop while somebody speaks in another language. This You'd have to be kind of deep in the Lord to know what I'm talking about. You would maybe have had to experience that. But if it's not by course, in other words, the natural course of the service, the way that the Holy Spirit is leading, then you're out of order and you're not really of the Lord. You're exalt, trying to exalt yourself and you're out of order. And let one interpret. If you're out of course, then there won't be anybody there to interpret it because you're a phony. Verse 28. But if there be no interpreter... Let him keep silence in the church and let him speak to himself and to God. Because if the Spirit of the Lord is coming down to you, you know there's no interpreter, then then just keep your mouth shut. Uh, because the Spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. In other words, you have power and dominion over these things that you think God is wanting you to say. Therefore, you're not to open your mouth. Just uh, keep silent. Let him speak to you and just speak to yourself and to God and let the service go on in its supernatural course. Verse 29, let the prophets speak two or three and let the other judge. But we judge by the word of God. Verse 30. If anything be revealed to uh, another that sitteth by, let the first hold his peace. I mean, many times I've been uh, spoken to uh, by tongues and interpretations, and it was always a rebuke, because I was a baby Christian then. And I held my peace. I didn't get up and say, hey, I'm the one that you're talking about. So uh, then verse 31, for ye may all prophesy one by one, that all may learn and all may be comforted. Verse 32, it's so good to hear a prophecy from the Lord that he's reproving you and rebuking you and you can, your hands will automatically go up Towards heaven, you'll start praising and thanking the Lord because you know the Lord loves those who he reproves and who he rebukes or and he chastens. 
Verse 32, and the spirits of the prophets, here it is, are subject to the prophets. In other words, I'm a prophet, but when I know that it's out of order for me to prophesy, my, uh, the, my, the spirit is subject unto me. I will stop it because I don't want to be in trouble with the Lord. For God, verse 33, is not the author of confusion. And there's so much confusion in the world. Uh, the leaders that are supposed to be secular leaders are confused. They attack people that are not, they don't have anything against us. And they're living in peace. But the Pope wants to have everything democracy so that he can say, this uh, spirit of Satan in him can say, I ruled the world. Because you can tell that democracy, their style of what they call democracy is nothing more than uh, dictatorship. Because they're taking the children away from people. Who ever heard of such a thing as that in history? This is dictatorship. Not, and they're doing the same thing in every country. This is God's... Um, Hatred, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. Okay, well, my time is um, over, and now I have to, we have to pray. So let's pray. Those of you that don't know Christ, uh, those of you that uh, believe the media instead of the Lord, it's no good, it's not going to do you any good to pray, but if you don't, believe the media, but you believe the word of God, then say this prayer. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God and that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, wash all my former filthy sins away with the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, just raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord, and share and tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this Program number 683. Go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo. Um, make sure you tune in tomorrow for another powerful message from the throne of God to lead your soul directly into the kingdom of heaven, the straight and narrow path. And here are two gospel groups uh, that have joined together to sing this song. This is Gold City. That's one of the groups. And the Kingsmen, the other, singing My God is Real. There 